to two on air the claptrap duo is back i don't know what fade to two means by I the way it. Well, i made that up it's not fade to gray the 1980s classic by bizarre 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 means uh is it not french for face yes mm. is visage a pseudonym for a man I, I can't remember his name but i'm sure he was part of that the salon reality tv experiment Steve Strange. Steve Strange. Yes, he was in the salon. Oh. And he had shaky hands. Oh, he did. He's no longer with us. I um <laughs> We started off talking about a corpse. Straight which is very on brand for clap. <laughs> this is the Claptrap podcast, by the way, with me, Kathy Manson, and that's Shiv Meeker over there. We did have Tony the Cat, but we had to get him to leave because he kept getting in my face and going. He was all up in Kathy's grill. All um, in the grill. And I am indeed Shiv Mika, uh, the less thrusting member of the Claptrap Why am I duo. more thrusting? <laughs> yeah, I think you've What's got the, more thrust. What, what do you mean? I mean, is it because thrust? I got caught pelvic thrusting in the street the other day and I got a, uh, apprehended by the authorities? I was ha- asked you not to bring that up on this podcast. Well, it's the pelvic rolls that, that really, really drive, drive you, you insane. insane. They do. Yes, they do indeed. Um, well... I wasn't doing pelvic rolls, though, was I? You were thrusting. Mm. Mm. Um, just in case anyone's listening and wondering what has happened to Britain, um, it's still a shit show, but no, you are legally allowed, if dressed, to do an occasional pelvic thrust, not in front of anybody. If anyone's wondering what happened to Britain, <laughs> just envisage that gif of that bin on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Floating <laughs> yes. down a flooded street. Uh, and um, we're sort of surrounded by 18-year-olds being forced to do maths. That is, oh. that is what's happening to Britain today. Oh, God. Oh, and meanwhile, some poshos giving another posho a handout. Mm. Oh, but if you want to see a GP, could you pay? Is that okay? I know you already technically pay because you've been paying national insurance, but if you could just pay as well. But also, you can't get a GP appointment, so mm. the cost will be zero. And you can't get an NHS dentist for love nor money. I mean, money is, makes it a private dentist. Sure. Anyway, hello and welcome hello. to... It's not a political podcast. We don't do politics. No. That What you just heard was a an aural mirage. <laughs> Unlike Steve Strain's visage. No, nothing to do with his visage, no. Um, well, look, welcome, listeners. People sometimes say visage, don't they, for face. Visage. They've anglicised visage. Well, there is the... Michelle also, visage as well. Um, the fizzog means face as well. It does, Shiv. And that clearly is a bastardisation of the word visage, is it not? I hope it is. I hope that some English person went, what's this... Vizog. These French people say vis vis No, it's too difficult. I'm saying vizog. 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 Look at his fizzog. Look at that conk on his fizzog. <laughs> look at those mince pies on his fizzog. God, look at that bonce. <laughs> it's bonce head. Yes. So you, your your fizzog, strictly speaking, Face. is on your bonce. Yeah. Fizzog. As are your mince pies and your conk. And your conk. Yeah. And your, and your hooter. Your hooter. Which is which also is your, your conk. conk. Yeah. And then you've walked in on your plates of meat. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, that's right. Mm. And uh, um, I was going to say, you listen with your Prince Charles's, but of course he's not a prince. No, you listen with your King Charlie's, don't you, nowadays? Well, I'd kind of think your King Charlie's if you have big fat sausage fingers. 
<laughs> Those are King Charlie's. And I have had King Charlie's when I went to Venice and I got like that kind of club hands from the heat. You know, when you're <laughs> I like, do know that well. Uh, right, yes. old, right old. Do you pair think of he's always? Do you think he's always caught red-handed, and that's why <laughs> he's got hot hands all the time? I think so. I think so. Um. So if you're new to Clap Chat Podcast, you may be wondering what is this, and you'd be <laughs> right to wonder because. Currently, I'll let it's you into a little podcast. secret. podcast. That's like, what it is. If I'm, anyone's wondering what a podcast is, it's this. It's a podcast. I'm going to let you into a little secret. Currently, I'm not sure what's going on either. No. And I'm here driving this reckless machine forward. She's thrusting it on. Mm, not as much of a thrust as Cathy has aforementioned. For I'm her. not thrusting it on. I'm letting you thrust. <laughs> Done my thrusting for the year. But we are two very, very able hosts. And we take <laughs> on... Says who? <laughs> Says, Says who? That's S- false advertising. SD Mika and Gay E Able hosts. Mm. Able. Able. As in Kane and Abel. Well, look. Which one was the terrible one? Kane? Oh. My Bible knowledge is a little rusty. Well, Kane and Abel were brothers, weren't they? They were the sons of Adam and Eve. And one of them killed the other one. And they were also the title of a novel by Geoffrey Archer. Mm, that I did know. <laughs> Shiv, Shiv is her reading tastes are more archer than a more archer God. than God. Yes, author wise. <laughs> but but, but mm. to be fair, neither is my preference from those two. No, you're more of a. Um, I was going to say Joanna Lumley woman, but I don't think she's written a book. I'm more of a Jilly Cooper. Oh no, don't you know? I love a Jilly Cooper. I'd mm-hmm. definitely take a Jilly Cooper over Jeffrey Archer, and she's never been to prison for fraud. She hasn't, or perjury. Actually, it was, wasn't it? No, we've gone very political. This, I mean, we have so far. I mean, we're about six minutes in now. We haven't really discussed what we do, but what we do is we take a topic or something we've come across in the news or the world that isn't political, and we thrust our eyes over it and give insight, and uh, we share thoughts, and we help bring to life things in a way that only we can. Yes, I mean it's. Uh, I mean, we, it's not a political podcast, no. but it's extremely, extremely intellectual because we are two able hosts, of course. We're two able hosts, uh, and my brows are very high, making me a highbrow able host. I see. Or someone that's had too much Botox. <laughs> well, there is that. Or just permanently very surprised. Well, probably with all my thrusting, it is a bit surprising. It is. <laughs> I opened the door and there was Cathy thrusting. And yes, you did thrust when I opened I thrust, the door. I, I parked my car. Mm-hmm. I thrust. <laughs> I got out the car, I thrust up the road, yep. thrust up the hill, thrust as I pressed the doorbell and thrust in the hallway. Mm. Um, do you remember the uh, Jennifer Page song? It's just a little thrush. That's the one. Not like I faint every time you thrust. I think people do faint when I thrust, actually. Mm-mm, that's the one. Um, anyway, uh, but have we got a topic, Cathy? Yes. Let's, let's... Guide the listener as we are able hosts. Let's ably guide them through the next 25 minutes. Well, you know, Shiv, one of my favourite episodes of all time was yep. when we did an emergency <laughs> and just like that uh, episode. Where we watched, we basically have been watching the, the is it spin-off of Sex and the City? What would you call it's it? It's called a reboot, isn't it? A reboot. The rehash. And uh, we were... We needed to do an emergency podcast because there was quite a lot on there that was troubling and vexing and and confounding, and confounding us, uh, so, urinating. So we've taken um, fingering, 
I don't want to go back there, Cathy. What, what's the topic today? Well, um, there's a television programme that's taken the world by storm mm. and it's known as The Traitors. And I recently finished watching it because I'm a little behind on this particular mm-hmm. trend. But everyone had been saying to me, Cathy, you must watch this. You must watch this. And I thought, how good can it be? Oh, I'm all right then. And then I was gripped. I spent the whole weekend watching it. It was excellent television. Well, I um, I was introduced to the traitors after it had finished, as as per Kathy. We are bit, behind the times. A little bit before Kathy had finished, and um, yeah, I as I said to Kathy, I'm happy to talk about it. I can't really remember anyone's name, and she said, "Don't worry, that will make this funnier." Yes, and I do remember their names since Great. I only watched it at the weekend. Well, I say I do. Let's see. Okay, but. First things first, there's two things we need to say here. Yep. One, we're referring to Traitors UK because I have only watched two episodes of Traitors US, which of course I am watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and two spoilers. We're going to discuss the whole series. Oh, yeah. If you haven't jumped on the Twitter, Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll edit that out. If you out, refer Kathy. to it as Twitters, <laughs> you're in the right place. <laughs> Don't worry. That'll be edited out. No, oh, thank goodness. Shiv's editing is marvellous. Do you know what she does? <laughs> what do I do? You press stop yep. and then you press upload yep. and then that's it. <laughs> that's the editing that she does. Come on. That's not fair. It's close. <laughs> um, so, if you have yet to watch The Traitors UK, <coughs> do not listen past this beep. Unless you are... <laughs> the beep's going to be 15 minutes in. But... If you have no interest in ever watching it, please do listen along and see what you could have watched. Yeah, you could do that. Shiv's looking for a beat. I can't find a beat. <laughs> I'll edit one in. Oh. oh, people are going to really believe that was on the soundboard, aren't they? Boop. I kind of wanted a... Spoiler zone. I wanted like the kind of beep they'd use if someone dropped an F-bomb on Radio 1, you know. Oh, okay. So the uh, swear beep. Yeah, I wanted a... <laughs> beep. Beep. I'm trying to think what it does sound like. It's quite It's quite. A, it's quite a sound, isn't it? It's is quite a sound. Because uh, they are warning you. They're saying <laughs> something very naughty has happened. Well, it's normally just someone saying the F word, <laughs> which isn't that naughty. <laughs> Not Except really. when Johnny Rotten said the C word on live television. That was And naughty. then everything had to be that not live naughty. anymore. All down to Jay Rotten. <laughs> that was a long swear. Oh, she swore again. Yeah, I think someone said fuck shit bum then. Well, I think they probably said fuck shit bum, willy willy. <laughs> willy willy poo. Bum, bum, <laughs> Let's get ready to bum hole. So, Shiv, when you first started watching the Raiders, <laughs> I just got to whiz right past that. <laughs> Crashing on, as Shiv would say. <laughs> yep, we're not Ant and Deck. We don't get ready to bum hole <laughs> or rumble. Of the Bailey. Or Rumpole of the Bailey, yeah. <laughs> um, when I first... Ca- carry on, Cathy. I'm all ears for your question. You're, oh, you're, you're probing you're insightful. You're King Charles. I'm all King Charles. Oh, your fingers are out. Yep. <laughs> your fingers are out. Me <laughs> <laughs> coronation chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I am all... Do you think he'll wear gloves for his coronation so that he doesn't... No one's looking at his sausage hands. 
Sausage hands. Hello, welcome to Britain. We've got a king with sausage hands, and that sums it up. He's got sausage hands. He's got sausages for hands. Yes. Um, sorry, Kathy, you had a probing question for I, I me. I did. Mm-hmm. It was so probing. This is the journalist in me coming out. Wait, wait, wait for it. Actually, Kathy is a trained journalist. This is a true fact. Yeah. So ready, are you ready for the question? Yeah. yeah. Probe away. When you first started watching The Traitors, mm-hmm. what did you think of it? <laughs> Cutting edge journalism. Ooh. Um. So I had been told that I might enjoy it. Was I, so I had a little preconceived. You just had a might. I got a, you simply must, it's the best thing ever, by a number of people. And the first episode I watched, my beloved living lady lover had already watched, but she said, I think you might enjoy it. I'm happy to re-watch this episode with you so we can get in, into it together. That's compromise, ladies and gentlemen. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I put my phone down for you know a couple of minutes. That's what you do, isn't it? And uh, started up and I was already like, oh, it's quite... Like dramatic scenery. It's quite sort of... It's set in the Highlands of Scotland. And, and, and may I make a point here? Mm, mm. They say it's in a castle. That building is not a castle. It is a large there. country house with a turret. And they don't stay there either. They're being shipped off to a Premier Inn every night, aren't they? Yes, but in the US one, they do stay there. Mm. You see, in, check me out. So, I'm transatlantic comparison there. In lady. the US one, they stay in the Scottish castle. <laughs> Well, they think it's a castle because they don't really know what a castle is. No, this is true. Um, I uh, thought, okay, the Bieber's spending some money, some budget being found the behind bee-bidi-boo. I don't think this conversation is going to go anywhere. <laughs> I'm in a funny either. mood. <laughs> um, I um, thought, uh, okay, it's, it's, I've heard of the game Werewolf, that idea where, you know, you've got to vote someone out. And I kind of come. Have I played Werewolf? I don't know whether we might have, but I thought I kind of can understand that could be quite an interesting premise. But I wonder how they're going to drag it out for telly, if I'm being honest, like how they're going to play this one out. Um, Usual bunch of likely lads and lasses popped on a train. Nice train footage. Yes, that train looked lovely. Lovely fringe work from old uh, Claudia uh, Winkle. Claudia Winkle. And if I remember, I really enjoyed the twist, the first twist when they voted out the two. Men at the bottom, right? You're out of it. Yes, Amos and Kieran. See, That's I do it. remember their names. Yeah. Um, and I took an instant. But guess what, listener? Dislike That's the last, not the last you'll hear of Amos, and particularly our hero, our hero Kieran. I, I think hero is. Uh, that's a. That's do you not related. think that the the moment of the whole series was when he said parting gift? Um, that I, was beautiful. Well. Yes. So what happened? We're going to cut to the chase. I took an here, instant listener. dislike to the chap with pink hair. I'm sorry, you're probably oh, a he lovely was terrible. guy, but I didn't. Tom. I didn't enjoy him. He was mm. a magician, mm. and he t- and he was in there with his girlfriend, but they didn't tell anyone that they were together until and uh, what is known as the red breakfast, much like the red wedding oh, oh. Uh, for Game of Thrones, and uh, they revealed it all and chaos ensued. No, they didn't reveal it all. He did. He, he revealed, he it, revealed all. it all. He absolutely lost his shit out of nowhere he did and spaffed all over the place well alex yes. was like what have you done mate come on come on and then he then he manipulated everyone into voting for someone because he said he was a magician and he could read people and he voted for someone who was a faithful not a traitor and then he prompted got promptly got voted out himself mm. well deserved he was a twat i um i enjoyed um 
Oh, I enjoyed sorry about that. I enjoyed Andrea. I thought she was sort of, you know, the older lady one. The traitor. She wasn't the traitor. Oh no, I get her mixed up with who's the Amanda was Amanda, the traitor. you see, I don't know the names mm. at all. Uh, Amanda um I wanted Amanda to do better than Wilfred because I didn't like him. Yeah. Uh, I was happy when he got his comeuppance at the end. I think for me the main thing that I got from the program is the group think. Yes. And how suggestible everybody is and how people misread things. And it made me think, that's how we tumbled into Brexit. I think you're going political again there. <clears throat> Soz. But I think that I found it very interesting as well how people didn't want the responsibility of making a decision that would upset someone else. So that is why they quickly they glommed just, on to what somebody yeah, else they said. they were just all sheep in behind... Uh, what was said one person would say a name so for example theo hadn't ever been mentioned as a traitor one person mentions him he gets voted out that night it was crazy no evidence nothing mm. i think <clears throat> excuse, i think you not know, that you can have evidence I no suppose. and that's the thing i mean obviously we didn't have 24 hour cameras on them in their premiere in having a real breakfast before well, that. I did en- I did enjoy they'd have scenes of them in their bedroom and it was <laughs> none of these people are actors so it's like right we're just we're just going to film you doing a few bedtime rituals and they were just so obviously putting it on like turning the tap on really elaborately or brushing their teeth or you know some Stretching. of the more attractive men were topless Flexing. a lot I don't remember that bit I mean, I am going to admit that I got quite bored of the tasks. This Now, this is a, something I've heard from everybody I've spoken to. The trouble with the tasks is there's no competition because they're all working towards the same thing. So that's quite nice in that it means that they don't go full feral yeah. because they have to work together. Yeah. But at the same time, there's no stakes. No, and you're absolutely right. And that the stakes is such an important thing about making good telly. Like, you've got to have something at stake. There's got to be a risk. There's got to be something to play for. And I don't think the immunity from being killed was ever really enough to get me interested. Do you think they didn't think about the fact that if if the person with the shield didn't say it, then that whole group would be mm, immune? I don't, I don't think they know. thought about that. <clears throat> We're not the first country to have had this programme. It, it it's a bit like Big Brother, wasn't it? It's From a, the Netherlands, I yeah, think. Yeah, a, du- a Dutch... And then special. Australia did one. Yeah. And then us. And the um, US. But I I was quite gripped by it in a, um entertaining way. And you sort of realise that you're being manipulated to think things about people who've shown you nothing of who they are. No. At all. And I found it fascinating how good um, the traitors were at lying and being traitors. I mean, much as Wilf was... Um, he wasn't he, very good. I thought he was the most... He kept losing it a bit, I think. He did keep losing it, but he got himself to the end. And I think his biggest mistake was not choosing the younger chap. Was it Aaron? They all thought he was a traitor anyway. I think Aaron would have been a great foil for him. Um, I think Aaron would have said no <clears throat> and gone home. Which would have meant that they'd have voted out Kieran because Wilf had the... What was her name? Hannah? Was it the comedian? Yes. Comedian. We'll come back to that later. Um, wrapped around his finger. Can I just say, Aaron? Aaron 
had the uncanny ability to, when he was upset, he would sit there with his beautiful face mm. and his beautiful blue eyes and these perfect tears would just roll down his cheek. He was a little work of art. He was. He also, though, uh, lovely as he is, and, and I did think he was lovely, um, he gave me a little bit of an Ollie Mers trouser vibe. What, fat thighs? Fat thighs. Nothing wrong with a man with a sturdy thigh. But they were. He had sort of a too tight trow, and I, I wasn't sure what was... I, I didn't really get it. Oh, you see, I didn't really look at their trousers. Maybe I should spend more time looking at men's trousers. I Maybe spend, this is why I'm single, listeners. I spend most of my time... Uh, I like to... So I'm not a fashion icon in any way. Well, so says you. I mean, I'd call you a fashion icon. Shape or form. Fashionista. Yes. Um, but that has never stopped me thinking about what other people have chosen to wear. Oh, no, we all have to judge that. Um, because there is someone whose job is wardrobe on that programme, you know, and I'm sure they're not just looking at Claudia. They're looking at the overall look and feel of the show. They're yes. giving, they're probably giving the contestants... Uh, and we're all quite well dressed. Yeah, they're giving them in some insight. They're suggesting when, you know, I think, was it um, Amos wore beautiful... Um, uh, I, I believe like an African tradition. He looked dress. good. In he that. looked brilliant in that, and he clearly took some advice on, you know, let's let's kind of give give you something that really makes you stand out. Can we just talk shine? about Amos. This we is can. a thirty-year-old man, a GP, who was a GP. Mm-hmm. He was extremely fit. Mm-hmm. He's extremely smart and extremely attractive. All of those things are correct. Yeah. He was quite the catch, you I just would wanted, say. He just wanted to say, he just wanted to do a big shout out to him. Well, I just wanted to, I mean, what a mm. remarkable man to be a GP at 30. And obviously, really, everyone really liked him. He was obviously a very kind and caring man, but also a hottie. So, a Amos, if you're listening... Um, and you would like to go out with a 45, mm. soon to be 46-year-old woman... Who is a hottie. Patotti. Hottie Patotti, trained journalist, thruster and asker of probing questions. I do own my own sideboard. She is the owner-occupier of a sideboard. Yes. And uh, you've got a car. I do own a car that the engine light regularly comes on. So I'm sure pretty, you'd like that. Pretty dashboard. There is a pretty dashboard. And I also, I'm a two-laptop household. What? I have a work one and my own, so you know wow. that's that is something to be. And before we came on air, uh, Kathy was telling me she's booked a holiday. Well, so she's also she also books holidays, Amos. If you're listening, I, I haven't. I've found a B and B to book for one night because I'm going on a rude road trip with my nieces. It's very similar. Yes. Yeah. I know how to use the internet and go to the Airbnb website. It's very good. Form an orderly queue, Amos and yeah, others. Amos and indeed any others who are listening who are, you know, identikit of Amos or similar. You can be a bit older. We'd rather not too much younger, though. No, I don't really want to rob the cradle, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. Um, do you see yourself as a cougar, Cathy? Cathy no, cougar? I don't. I no. don't see anyone as a cougar. I think that word is very early 2000s. Do you think, do you think it's toxic? I don't think that word is toxic, no. <laughs> do you think it's just a little dated I and think shit? it's dated and shit, yes. Yeah, okay. I do. I think... Oh, um, sack the scriptwriter. Oh. Tony, <laughs> did you write Cougar in? You're just yeah. trying to get a big cat he in. He just wanted to get more cat references. I told you not to d- let Tony write the script this week. 
Sorry. He always uses early 2000 references. He does. And he does love to get slip in a big cat every now and again. Do you know what we were on about the other day? What? We were on about that programme, The Hills. He's always to early 2000s references. Well, he said I... Heidi and Spencer and Lauren Conrad. He yeah. said. Well, I came in and he said, um, do you think that uh, Noel from Hearsay has got any chance in making a comeback? He said. Which one was Noel? He was... spiky-haired one? Not Danny. Danny was the other one. Mm. Noel was the Welsh one. That doesn't help me much. I think he's a homosexual gentleman. That doesn't help me much. I think he, he wasn't was the spiky-haired, not the shaven-haired one. Right, okay. And he wasn't Johnny Shentle. Who's joined, Johnny Shentle? He joined after, I think, Noel left. No, Kim left, didn't she? Because she was too That's famous it. for them. And he joined then. I was in... Australia when that program was on so I was never a hearsay lover like you she was their number one fan (laughs) I was around for Gareth Gates and Will Young but I wasn't around when you say hearsay lover I mean sorry I mean passionate lover (laughs) I didn't I didn't emphasize that enough I I apologize (laughs) mega pash fan mega pash so um, really, we're off topic here because people have been tuning in because they want an in-depth analysis of the traitors. I... And what we've said is your initial thoughts before you even watched it. <laughs> My thoughts on Amos Topless in his um, scenes in his... where they're pretending they're in their bedrooms. Yeah. And then me saying that Kieran at the end going parting gift where he exposed the other traitor mm. and everything went wild, which was excellent television. I like the snooker table. <clears throat> yes. Right. I like that. I liked it as a scene. I liked it as a, a shot that the producer set up going, right, do some plotting around the snooker table. Do some plotting and do some, some potting. plotting and potting. <laughs> plotting and potting. Yeah. They like, do the plotting and potting scene. Hashtag plotting and potting. Now, Kieran was quite good at snooker, but I'm, I'm sorry. Now, I'm sure he, as a human being, is perfectly lovely and fine. I didn't, I, I just thought he went to pieces really quickly. He started panicking like... And that's how he got yes. himself voted out. And I didn't enjoy that. I just found that I don't quite th- annoying. You see, I, I had a different take on it. Yep. I don't think he did. I think that they decided to vote him out. And then they iced him out very clearly. And that upset him, I think, because people wouldn't even talk to him or look at him, mm. which is what made him go to pieces. But then he kept a very cool head because he's like, right, I've been stabbed in the back by Wilfred, which if his name is Wilfred... Why shorten it to Will and not Wilf? Well, there was a... Now, that does bring me to one thing that I did have uh, a bone We're really getting to the important So the chalk slates uh, that people wrote upon, um, the spelling of people's names, variable. Yes. Great variable. When Nikki was voted out, no one... There was three different, four different spellings. And, I mean, I did... I was quite nervous when... The Nikki didn't cheers us came round and I was like, Nikki's only got one hand. This is awful. The oh EDI God. policy. Oh, yes. That, so the first person oh. to get voted out was Nikki. And the reason was because they did a cheers at the beginning to finding the traitors. She didn't cheers. So they said, oh, that means she's a traitor. But no, as Shiv said, this was a woman who didn't have a right hand. She'd lost her hand in an accident. So couldn't reach for the water glass, which is why she didn't cheers. And they still, she explained that. And they still voted her out. And I was sat there going, this is this is awful. Yes. Uh, but no one could spell people's names correctly. But there were there were a combination of Will and Wilf. There were combinations of spellings. Some, yes. I couldn't quite work it out. 
Uh, one of my least favourite things about Will, Wilf, Wilfred, Wilfred was one of his tattoos. Which one? Like a virgin. What? When he would lean back in his sort of arms behind his head power pose, one of his arms had the phrase, like a virgin, on it. And I couldn't see whether oh, that was right, but I was day. like, what is that? Oh, no, I'm going to have to Google that later. I, well, I think you might have to Google it now, actually. This is yeah, prime. Why does Wilf slash Will slash Wilfred have a like a virgin tattoo? I, I he doesn't strike me as a huge Madonna fan. He was 28 or something. I couldn't work it out. There was quite a lot of... Um, uh, quite a lot of nonsense about. <laughs> there was a lot of, there was a lot of nonsense generally, but there's quite a lot of nonsense about life changing. This money would change my life, and I'm like, you're going to ring win between fifteen and twenty grand tops. They won thirty grand each in the end. About didn't they? that, like, that's nice. That's a nice sum. Not with the cost of living crisis. Not that we get. But political. I don't think that's a life changing amount of money. Well, maybe it is to them. I don't know. Probably depends where you live. Wilfred Webster. Here we go. That's his name. Uh, Wilf Wilfred Webster. While Shiv is googling, what tattoo. I'll explain to you is that at the end, uh, you have to vote out who you think is the traitor. And of course, on the final vote, everyone voted for Kieran, and Kieran knew that Wilfred was the traitor as well as him. So he held up his slate, which had Wilfred written on it, and went parting gift mm. and what that meant was they had all assumed that wilf was a faithful but as soon as he said that and they found out he was a traitor they were like oh oh no and guess what they decided to vote him out and then he was revealed at the end wilfred traitor here he is was he going to tell Webster. you about his tattoo uh, I'm just going to see. There's bound to be a photo of his tattoo on here, isn't there? Let's see. Oh, oh, his grid is quite busy. Do you know in the US version of this, someone described themselves as iconic. I just, I don't think you can describe yourself as iconic. And also, iconic is overused, isn't it? It is. I would say Wilf's. Uh... Oh, he got married then. I thought he was saving up the money for his wedding. Was it his honeymoon? I would say this is a new account. He's launched a new account that's, it's very, oh, it's really annoying. Well, he's an influencer now, presumably. Yeah, he is an influencer now. Now, Shiv, if you were to go on, would you be happy being a traitor? Would I be happy being a traitor? Yeah, I would. I'd be dreadful. I'd be dreadful at it. But yeah, I'd be fine with doing it. Do you think you'd find it hard to lie I mean, I'm not a good liar. I'm mm. very bad at poker. Yes. But I think because I'd be so useless at all the tasks. Right. <laughs> that I would be murdered. I, they you know, had they would one be task where they were buried alive. I would have been an absolute no on that. What, the, every task was a no for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, I think we shouldn't apply for series two. Is what we're establishing here. Well. I don't think that the payoff, going back to that bit about the life-changing sums, the payoff isn't good enough for me. It's a very slim chance you're going to win. You might as slim well do the lottery. Pickings. I might I might as well. I'd rather stay at home and watch it, to be honest, uh, do the lottery or have a little have a little bet, you know. You have a little bet. Yeah. Like a you bet, like with Matthew Kelly. That's yeah. my kind of telly. So what you'll want to do, <laughs> instead of going on the trade yeah. is relaunch you bet yes. so you can have a bet. 
Yeah. What did you win on you bet though? Money? Uh, or just the prestige of meeting Matthew was it Kelly? The prestige of and the celebrity panel, wasn't it? Oh, I love a celebrity panel. More programmes with celebrity panels and and uh, Matthew Kelly. Is he still alive? Yes, I believe so. Not Henry Kelly. I'm not questionable. Henry Kelly as in going for gold. That's the one, yeah. But weren't they all on Game for a Laugh together? Oh, they were uh, on Game for a Laugh so together. I'm so sorry, listeners. We've made millennials and below switch off immediately with <laughs> our old lady talk. Um, but I did enjoy You Bet. I used to like... We um, enjoyed all that shit back then, Shiv. There was nothing oh, else to watch. But I still think I'd enjoy it today. I'm going to get you an episode on YouTube. <laughs> a bit like when I got my friend a Cannon and Ball video. And oh, we watched no! it and we were like, oh, no, this is terrible. We thought it was going to be brilliant and nostalgic. And it was poo. And I think you'll find the same with you bet. I did. I, did. I bet. <laughs> Here we go. We can do a bet right now. I bet you watch you bet and you go, this is a load of old shit. Yeah, possibly. I mean, uh, is it fair for me to reveal that just before Christmas, me, you and a couple of other friends joined a book group. Yes. And our first book yes. is Hearts and Showers by Sue Pollard. Sue and Pollard. If you've ever listened to this show before, you'll know that we are mega Sue fans. Mega Sue. And she was Rear of the Year. And that is something that she should be proud she of. She should be very proud of. But this book. She's not the Booker Prize winner. This, this, book, is, this book is a hard read. Yes. And you know, like, Tess of the Durbervilles is a hard read. <laughs> it's not like that. It's not he oculently surveyed her. It's not that. No, it's not like when, yes, you know, bringing up Tess, when Thomas Hardy just does three chapters on the eaves of a roof because he loved his architecture, that lad. Yes. This is, this is, this is a, an unrewarding slog. It's, uh, her prose is, is, um, it's awful. It's awful. It's and horribly it's, written. And I... It, Listeners will remember that Kathy asked for a splayed full frontal nude of... I think you'll find it was a tasteless, <laughs> tasteless, tasteless nude. A tasteless nude image of a picture, a of pet portrait Sue. of our Sue. And, yeah, picture um, please, no words <laughs> written by her. Um, but I, I'm just going to ask Kathy. do you still want that after looking at that book? Do you still want that picture? Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. There's, uh, there's a massive gate... Oh, no. <laughs> on my wall for that so uh i yes i'm looking forward to that oh god um but the stakes for the traitors too high for me to go on i did enjoy it i am going to throw out there that there's for me the joy is the fact that people didn't really know what they were letting themselves in for Oh, yeah, series one is always good. And then series two, everyone knows too much. It's always the way yeah. with reality television. So I'm not sure how I feel about, you know, as it develops. But we'll see. People will come on with game plans. People will come on hoping to be famous. This, it always happens. It's just the way it works. Mm. You'll never get as pure an experience as the no. first one. But I did enjoy it. And I uh, like to think I was a social experiment I was watching rather than just telly that I could whinge at people at and about. Yes, much like the original Big Brother, a social experiment. Social experiment. I think you're a social experiment. Thank you. I am a social experiment, which has definitely gone wrong and yet somehow keep evading capture. Bye. Mm. Who? Uh, The thrusting police. (laughs) (laughs) They've caught me. They'll be on to you next. I know. Well, only only if you grasp. 
Of course I'm going to grasp. I don't want to be caught again. I'm going to say, don't look at me. Go over there. Shiv's thrusting away. <laughs> I'll be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> For the listeners who can't see, which is all of you, Shiv is actually thrusting now. I mean, I thought we were just joking, but she's taken it literally. Do And to give the listeners an idea of the kind of thrust I was doing, I want you to imagine you're singing Blame It On The Boogie. She's on a, a wheelie chair. And I want you back to imagine you're listening to Blame It On The Boogie. By Big Fun. By Big Fun. And you are um, thinking about the good times, but not blaming it on the good times. Yeah, don't blame it on the good times. (laughs) Never blame it on the good times, but always blame it on the boogie. Talking of big fun, I had occasion yesterday at lunch at work to... uh, Where is this going? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were talking about uh, early 90s, like 92, 93, music being pretty dreadful, like pop music not being great, and yet big fun not being great. and. Uh, we had occasion to Google them, and I didn't know whether you knew that Big Fun too. When Jason John left Big Fun, his name was Jason John. <laughs> Jason John left Big Fun. Big Fun Two came out with a another single, and it didn't do very well. There was a Big Fun Two, Kathy. I like the one called Mark, but of course, as an adult, I know they're all gay. But that's and that's fine. That doesn't matter for your um, yeah, Big Fun Two. I think one of them got into trouble with the law. Speaking of the thrusting police. Uh, Big Fun 2, banned. Phil and Mark, Jason John, left. There we go. Jason John, is he the really blonde one? I think he's the one that got in trouble with the law. Yeah, those are the two that were left. Oh, hang on. I think that, I think, uh, I think Phil was the one who got in trouble, wasn't he? I like that one. Yeah, Phil was the one that got in trouble. So you liked Mark Gillespie? Yes. Yeah, Big Fun 2, there we go. Well, Uh, I'll be looking them up on Spotify. Sad. To recap, yes. Traitors, wasn't that fun? Big fun. I thought it was <laughs> gripping, exciting. The task we could have done without, because the best bit was the conversations where everyone backstabbed each other mm. and the psychological side of it where we watched, as Shiv said, the group think and how everybody was able to manipulate and persuade. I liked the potting and plotting shotting mm. and I thought Claudia was a great host Fabulous she looked wardrobe. Good. She, she looked, looked great. Good. Yes. And I think she genuinely liked the programme. She was having a good time. Yeah. Do you know, sometimes a host could not be further interested in than, you know, they don't care. They're just, they're just waiting for that check. I tell you, the US one is presented by Alan Cumming. Oh. And he's excellent. He's in a variety of elaborate tartan outfits. Yes. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, he's an actual Scottish person, which is a good start, isn't it? Mm, mm. I don't I think like our Claude is. No, she. I don't believe she is. Um, isn't now Claudia Winkleman? She's got famous. Oh, sorry, she's got famous parents, hasn't she, of some sort? Uh possibly a nepo baby, as the kids say. Is that what they say mm-hmm. these days? Yeah, everyone's a nepo baby. Nepo baby. Um, let me see. Eve Pollard. That's her mum. Yes, uh, she has a great fringe again herself. They are a family of great fringes. Mm. Uh. Do you want to know what Claudia Winkleman's dad was called? Mr. Winkleman? Yep, his first name. Um, Wally Winkleman. Barry. Barry Winkleman. What a great name. Well, Barry Winkleman, here's to you. Here's to you, Barry Winkleman. (laughs) Um, So, yes, what a lovely programme that was. Hopefully you have enjoyed our incredible recap. And the winners uh, weren't Wilf. We haven't said who the winners were. Aaron, Hannah and... Meryl. Meryl. 
I like Meryl. Meryl was very sweet Meryl and was excitable. Cool and excitable and genuine. Had a very genuine air to her. Yes. Happy. Uh, so perhaps you have some thoughts and theories of your own listeners. Mm. Did you know that we have an email address? You can send us an email. Claptrappod at gmail.com. Wow. Um, are you into social media? I'm not, but other people might be. They might be. Uh, perhaps the Book of Faces. Yes. Well, every three to four months, I'll post on there on Clapchat Podcast. And uh, the less said about Twitter, the better. But on Instagram, we are at Clapchat Podcast. Which is great. And we might even take a photo with my new funky on-air sign. Yes. And now you're giving it away. People are always waiting for our photos. Now you've told them what's going to be in it. But of course, the photo will appear before the episode. So people will not know. Oh, I don't know where I'm going with that. But we're just we're we're tying ourselves in knots. But we do have new microphone. If we're we're not sponsored, we don't need to say their name. (laughs) Well, I I feel like I might tag them in our posts because then they will reshare. Oh, good idea. So at Sontronics Microphones. This beat is Sontronic. This uh, beat is. This beat is. This beat is techno Sontronic. Nice. Um, anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And remember, um, here's a parting shot for you. It's a bird in the hand is worth two in your bush. Clap, 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 clap,